Y'all niggas got me hot. Is we live? Is we live? Is we live? Yes, yes, you are now tuned into the rare podcast. And of course, I'm your host with the most NK, aka NK Flows, aka the man of the hour, too sweet to be sour. And of course, I'm only joined by my lovely co host. Let's start with my damn. Let's start with my damn. Introduce yourself. <laughs> Hi, guys, it's Shona. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Oh, good. Well, next. Um, yeah, is Jason. Mm-hmm. And if you're hearing a voice in the background, you think it's coming from the heavens, it's Madame Ashley. Oh, We're going to put hey, her face yo, in the mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> She sounds American. Like, hey, yo, how you she Hey, yo, how you She sounds like one of them Americans on Clubhouse. <laughs> oh, my God. Let me know if it's exciting that. Hey, y'all, how you doing? Good luck, good luck, good luck. Good luck. We, Clubhouse. Oh. <laughs> oh. No. Why does everyone start Clubhouse intros here? Like, thank you for the opportunity for letting me into the room. I'm just, um, yeah. just speak and see what you got to say. Um, hi guys, how many great points have been made so far? <laughs> first of all, most so many great points have been made. I am a philanthropist. <laughs> I'm a doctor. I'm a scientist. <laughs> like, and and just from my experience alone, like, close your mouths. Close your mouths. the Americans though that like, come yeah. in like that? Because the come. British people don't just come on stage and say what they got to say and cut. Nah, man, these man would these um. man would do a, a whole dissertation and all of that. But anyway, <clears throat> speaking of Americans, there's one particular American that has been mistreated by the UK. Wait, ain't she Canadian? Yeah, I was gonna say it's well. she. Oh, we Well, te- technically North Americans. I'm right. <laughs> Anyways, but anyway. There's a madame that has been mistreated by the UK press. If you've been living under a rock, we are going to be discussing Meghan Markle's interview and the incidents post the interview. So first and foremost, what were your what did you take away initially from the interview when you first watched it? When I first watched it, what I took away was that the royal family are mad. They're very oh, I can't even say that. Um, so no, the, the royal family institute. Okay. Because remember, she separated the two. Like, the and she said the firm in it. Yeah, they're mad. Um, a lot of the things that they did, like, a lot of the things that she said, was actually just so shocking. Especially the one about the, them having the discussion on how dark the baby was going to be. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't make sense. Like, it's a mixed race woman with a white man. You think the baby's going to be coming out dark? Mm. Like, let's be serious. Like, it just, I doubt it. I really doubt it. But yeah, it was just wild. But then, like, it made me question a few things, especially Kate Middleton. So the whole Kate Middleton thing about how Megan made her cry was actually mm. a lie. Mm. And Kate Middleton, Kate Middleton, let me just say her name, Kate. She saved him. Mm. So it was like it was just weird. Mm. We're gonna touch on that still, Madame Ashley. Like, what were your f- initial thoughts when you first watched the interview? Um, I mean, I had a few thoughts. I just. I wasn't surprised, we're gonna lie. I feel like a lot of people, especially white people, were like, oh my gosh, like, all of this is happening, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, I'm not shocked. Like, I mean, I've got to be shocked because they would never think that something like this would happen. But mm. I wasn't shocked. I was kind of just like, I mean, yeah, she's black. She experienced racism. Like, what's new? <laughs> mm. That was my kind of thing. Mm. But obviously, like, the experience was bad and, like, obviously, all of it shouldn't have happened. But I wasn't shocked at all. Madame mm. Shona. What were your initial thoughts when you saw interview? Do you know what? It really upset me because right now I'm in university 
I'm like doing my dissertation on racial microaggressions, especially mm-hmm. in the UK, mm-hmm. and it just like keeps furthering the point that how racist the UK is and mm-hmm. how we just act blindly towards it, especially with the fact, exactly you said, Jason. Why you? Why would you care about the child's skin color? Mm. At the end of the day, you should be excited about mm. having a child in the first place. Exactly, a child's a blessing at the end of the day. So comparing skin colors, are you corrupt in your head? It's just, it just proves that UK is mad. Royal family is mad. And you see how all them people are defending them. Um, what do you call it? The royal family. Because one thing I don't understand is that for time. Everyone has had a problem with the royal family. Mm. But now when is Meghan Markle is actually speaking out against the royal family, someone of colour, mm-hmm. now everybody wants to be defending them. Like, watching The Crown literally mm. showed that everyone disliked the royal family. The amount of things that they put Queen Elizabeth through and everything. And just now Meghan Markle wants to say something. Oh, no, we need to protect the royal family. It's disgusting how they're saying this. Now Prince Philip is dying. The man's been dying for years. Yeah, that's very convenient how they want to bring up that the man's in hospital. But it's like, he's one cough away from death regardless of whether she waited now or later. Man is 1%. The story is still the same. So I don't understand why they keep bringing that up. And I'm telling you, white people will band together when it's against black people. Exactly. They hate each other up until when they have to band together against us. Then they'll be like, yep, let me stand up for my fellow Caucasian brethren. I think there's a few points I wrote notes like during the interview because there's a lot of points that really um interesting in the beginning of the interview megan markle said she was naive to um enter the family because she didn't really do research on the family mm. do you obviously what's happened since then with the media obviously that's nobody's to blame for that but the media but do you feel like she should have done more done her more due diligence when entering the family because we can't like the root like it's very naive to think that the royal family given their history are gonna let a person of color infiltrate their ranks. Do you mm. know what I mean? Given the history of the world, given the history of colonialism, given what they've done with even the Commonwealth, mm. do you think like Megan because Megan should have done more research when she entered the family? I would say she should have, but at the same time, Americans when they think about the royal family, they just think everything like mm. tea, biscuits, everything is nice, mm. everybody talks a certain way. Like they don't really but the oh, thing that is, that's not it. even Americans. Mm. It's not even just Americans. It's British people as well. Nobody actually really, really knows what goes on behind the scenes. Like we just mm. see what they what they show us, but we don't yeah. actually know what goes on behind the scenes. So I feel like even if she did do her research, it still would have been a different story. Like regarding her actually going into the royal family and actually like living day to day, what they actually do. Nobody's ever gonna know that just from research i think mm-hmm. but she should have done some like something at least like she shouldn't have gone there totally blind and not knowing anything because that's a bit it's a bit silly yeah because when you deep in like anybody that goes into a family of course they're gonna try and figure out stuff about the actual family before they get married yeah like it's just common sense but but the point you touched on before about the whole kate situation yeah. that's the part that because she said that's the first part where she saw like the media manipulate things because according to the interview yeah for those who don't know, the Kate Middleton story, basically, the me- the press had put out that Meghan Markle had made Kate Middleton cry because um, of a f- of a dress at a wedding, I believe it was like a flower dress at the wedding or something like that. But um, in the interview with Oprah, Meghan clarified the story and said that it wasn't, she didn't in fact make Kate cry, Kate made her cry. Yeah, in the interview, Meghan said that Kate oh, made her that. cry. Yeah, see, I think yeah, Kate made her cry. And it's funny that the media have taken a story that literally happened in reverse and painted Megan to be the villain when really and truly Kate was the aggressor in the situation. 
Wait, the annoying thing is why did Kate stay so silent? That's what Megan also said. Megan was Megan said as well that Kate apologized for the situation and she thought it was the situation was blessed, it was buried. Oh, and the stories didn't and the story about the crime didn't come out until way after the incident had finished. But when the story came yeah, out, like that's when Megan should have um, yeah. said something. Yeah, and, and, and that's the first time she said that she noticed that there's a bit of shadiness within the royal family mm. when the media wouldn't protect her. And going from that, there was another part of the interview where basically, she, where basically Meghan Markle says that the royal family assured her, yeah. I mean, the royal family institute, because she separated the two. She said the royal family institute, so the firm assured her that they were going to protect her against the press. Yeah. That they were going to, you know, ensure her safety when it comes to her name being spoken about in the public eye. But when she noticed that, yo, these stories kept coming out about her. Yeah. Stories kept coming to her about her attitude um, and the Royal Family Institute were not doing anything to protect her. I remember there was one time when um, I think Megan said something about how she doesn't want to show off the baby straight away mm -hmm. after giving birth. Yeah. And then I was watching um, a show on ITV called Lorraine. Mm -hmm. And the panel, all of them were just talking about how, oh, that's disgusting, that's disrespectful. Um, How can you bring a royal baby into the world and not want to show us? I'm like, you guys are not even baby. in the family. Uh -huh. Like, I don't understand uh -huh. why you feel so entitled to know what the baby is, like how it looks, what gender it is, yeah. before she wants to tell her family. Like, it just doesn't make sense. So the whole leaving um the hospital and you know how the press will be there, the yeah. paparazzi, they'll be taking pictures. Yeah. I don't think she really wanted to do that, but Lorraine and the people were crying about it. I'm just like, well, you old white people are annoying. Because apparently, apparently the whole photo after the childbirth is a part of royal tradition, but, yeah. Meghan, but Meghan and Harry, like, they didn't. They weren't with that. They weren't with that at all. Do you know what as well, though, is the fact that UK is constantly victim-blaming. Yeah. Like, first and foremost, it's her child. Not everyone, just... As a woman in general, mm -hmm. she might not want to show her, her kids straight away because you know how already how the media was treating her already. So she doesn't want, she doesn't know what to expect what the media could say about her kid, yeah. and then it's just like continuously they're attacking her. But what about other people? And what was it? The woman who even put out that story in the first place said why didn't why didn't um what's her name Megan say in the first place say her side of the story in the first place? But why why do you always got to defend yourself? Mm -hmm. Why can't people defend she's you? Witch, that's when people I'm start sorry, um, criticizing you. Yeah. She's a witch. Did you see what the stuff she said about Megan? Just like, well, you know, everyone knows that my stories are accurate and I never lie. So why did Megan say it now? Well, why did she say it now? <sighs> Some what? of these people need to get flogged. They do. Sometimes admit when you're wrong. They don't want to admit they're wrong. And if, yeah. No, I wanted to say, and the thing is, we've seen this already happen with Diana. Like documentaries, um, books about her. Even the Crown literally showed it in a good way. And one thing that I found funny about the Crown is that they literally showed how she tr was treated, how her mental health took a toll, and like everything that happened after she got married to Charles. And then one thing that the royal family institute. What do you call that thing? In what? How do you say it? Institute. Institute. <laughs> what they did was come and say, "Ah, oh, Netflix has to say, I'll um, put a disclaimer how this is all false and how is um." make believe and all that nonsense Netflix was like no nah, it's true we're not going to do that but it's like you've had three seasons of The Crown but now when it's about Diana that's when you want to start telling Netflix to say oh it's exactly. fake this that that you know what your guy is trying to do oh I don't want oh, should I say this no nah. about do. the Queen no nah, like, I was watching a documentary you know? say it say it say and it, then say um, so I was watching a documentary about Diana and then one thing that really shocked me was the whole when the Queen found out that Diana got in a car crash. 
the first thing she said, somebody greased the brakes. And I was like, wait, why uh-huh. is that the first thing that comes out of your mouth? What, is this in the crown, yeah? Yeah, no, no, not the crown, a documentary on a do- Netflix. A documentary? I'll send it to you guys after, but <laughs> when I was watching it, I was like, wait, I paused it, spoke to my mom, came back, I was like, wait, what? That's the first thing you say. But do you know what documentary this is? There's there's two on Diana documentaries, so I'll just send you both of them to watch. Oh, but yeah, um, if the Queen, you're listening to this, yeah. <laughs> hey. I didn't mean to snitch on you like that, <laughs> but the documentary already said what they said. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but public information in it, mm-hmm. so don't come for me. But the f- so I'm glad you touched on mental health here because the part of the interview where Megan obviously said she didn't want to be alive anymore because of what was happening, and the royal family weren't royal family institute the firm weren't allowing her access to proper um, treatment when it came to mental health. Yeah, and she was and she said she was writing emails upon emails upon emails upon emails to the royal family institute saying, "Yo." Like I don't feel safe anymore. I don't feel like I'm I'm alive. I, mm. I I should be alive. And it's like raw. Like you're letting this woman. How are you? How are you? The Royal Family Institute with so many resources allocated to you, letting somebody like Megan feel this way. When I'm sorry, you have members of your family mm-hmm. doing madnesses, touching children. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. like literally being accused of touching children. But then because mm. of what Megan let's call it let's call a spade a spade. If Megan was a Caucasian woman, yeah, born in Windsor, yeah. she wouldn't be receiving this treatment. Basically, Kate Middleton. If she was Kate Middleton, she wouldn't have I mean, none you, of this would have happened. You can see the difference in between the two. And yeah. and the thing is Megan in the interview also said, like, I remember there was a photo of Kate Middleton and Megan. Um at Wimbledon, yeah, and then Oprah asked her, "For how real is that photo? Like how, like how real is the moment between you two? Mm. And Megan said, "Basic, basic, basic." She said without saying that all of it's fake. Like the relate, like she doesn't have a relationship with the family. The only person that she's, she said she's somewhat cool with, is the Queen. Mm. And we seen that in that picture, um, where they're laughing together. I'm like, yeah, I could tell that um the Queen likes Megan. I can tell she got jokes on her. <laughs> That's why the queen be laughing because I never see that with Kate Middleton. Dry as bread. She's Honestly, so boring. But she looks she's the part. Boring. She plays the part. So boring. She's like Camilla. Yeah, she's quiet. She don't cause no trouble. That's exactly. why people like her. Um, what do you call it? Um, Whereas Megan will open her mouth and say something. What's her name? What's that woman? Chelsea's wife. Yeah. See, these people are so unremarkable. Oh my Honestly. God. On a side note, did you see the leaked texts? The leaked that in the newspaper. What Charles and Camilla? Oh my! I'm gonna send them to you. Yeah, I don't know. Like obviously, it's all alleged in that. But the things that were said, I'm sorry, Charles. Yeah, them them royal family lot are some kinky bears. <laughs> They're some kinky people. I think I think Charles. I think Charles. No, I think Charles said something like again allegedly. Charles said something like, "I want to be the knickers you wear" or something like that. I'm gonna I'm gonna send huh? you the transcript. I'm gonna send you the allegedly. I got the transcript. I read it. Yeah, I said this. If what this age? is real, this was back then. This was when Ugh. this was when I think he was with that. Um, I thought it was now. I was like, you nasty people. Still, he's still a grown. He's still a grown man yeah, at that point in time. It doesn't shock me. Why does it not shock you? No, no. I just feel like everyone's got their secrets. <laughs> <laughs> people are dirty. Uh-oh. Everybody got their secrets, isn't it? But you know what it is, yeah. It's like the royal family are supposed to carry themselves in this dignified way. So to see a man talk on crud like that, but then again, they're human, in it. And they, and these were leaked texts, so it's not like he put it out there for um, the whole world to see. Facts. So uh, it's understandable that he said them stuff, but facts. it's just weird. Do you know the part of the interview that really like got me is when um, 
Harry said, yeah, that. Mm. Because what they asked for was um, a reduced role in the royal family. So from what my understanding is, you can be a full-time member of the royal family yeah. and fulfill your obligations like going to the Commonwealth and all of that type of stuff. But because um, Meg... So on a side note, you know when I say the name Megan, I keep I keep I want to say the stallion. The <laughs> <laughs> I want to say the stallion. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say the stallion so badly. Oh, I'm so dead. But yeah, um, because Meg um didn't want because Meg wasn't mentally right. She wanted to take a reduced role in the royal family. Yeah. So she wanted to take a part time role, which is something that's been done with other members of the family. Yeah. So it's been done before. It's been done before. It's not something that she's that she's asking for that special treatment. According to um, Meghan and Harry, that's a role that makes sense. Yeah. But because the royal family, the royal family institute wants supporting her mentally, she decided, cool, I'm gonna go to Canada and do my thing. Yeah. But I'm, I'm still a, I still want to be a part of the royal family, just not full time, part time. Yeah. Do you know what? Do you know what the royal family institute did? They removed Harry security. That's yeah. what shocked they me. They removed Harry security, and that's the part I said, right? Is this what you man are on? Just because she didn't want to have a big role like that. Not even just that. Like, his location was known. Mm -hmm. That's scary. Your whole royal family and your location is known. You have no security, no protection from anybody. Anything could happen to you, get bombed. Someone come and try to shoot you. You don't know. You have no security. This is how you they wanted them family. dead, 100%. They yeah, wanted them do. dead. Mm -hmm. And do you know what makes me laugh? They wanted the them dead. You know what makes me laugh is the fact that Tyler Perry was in this whole situation. Of all people in the world, Tyler Perry, I'm just like, wait, what? He's going to write a movie about this one. He should. Medea He's going to write a movie. Um, Medea, 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 Medea Protection <laughs> Program. <laughs> the Royals. Medea meets Megan, fam. Oh, God. <laughs> Medea meets Megan. Man, know she'll the... be up in the palace oh. with her gun. Where's the queen? Where's the queen? Of all Where the, the people. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. I would actually watch that movie, even though it would be terrible, but I'll watch it. No. Don't rate Tyler Perry, please. Rate him. Some respect to his oh, name. you know, what? Yeah. he's got like five good movies at best, like in the 2000s. Yes, but after 2010, actually, after 2011, mm. man went downhill. I'm so sorry. Oh, no, he's trying from time he's doing Shangala Hangala wigs on actors, and these actors oh, are wearing no. these terrible wigs. A fall from grace. Are you mad? Oh, her wig went from this to this to mm. this in only one scene. You know, it's the man's wigs that get me. <laughs> I swear. Why is it such a thick afro? No. I'll just let him have his real hair. Please. No, do you see Shamir Moore's braids? I can't remember in what movie it was, but he had braids. They oh, looked disgusting. Um, um, is it Diary Bad, Mad Black Woman? I think it was that one. Them braids were abysmal. Absolutely. Abomination. Abomination. <laughs> but anyways, the, the part, it's like, because Harry kept saying in the interview, yeah, he's like, the thing that scared him the most here was history repeating itself. And he's mm -hmm. obviously talking about his mum. And it's like literally the same chain of events. Like he said, I, like, I could see things happening. Yeah. And that's why I, cho I chose to be, like move my wife and move my future kids like out of the organization. And he's literally paying for security out of his own pocket mm. because they cut him off from financially from the royal family. I wonder why they were hustling at the Lion King, um, what do you call it, premiere? Mm -hmm. my, my guy was out here saying, you know, my wife does an um, animation. Yeah. You know, she that could talk. so sweet. I was like, wait, why are they doing this? And because then, they need now, bread. That is so bad. Your own, the queen, I'm, I'm sorry, but the queen, you do have power in that, in that palace. Like, if you knew all of this stuff was going on, I really feel like you could have said something at least. It was like, to cut them off everything, security yeah. gone. Um, Charles, not answering his own son's calls. Yeah. So, so I'm sorry, Harry, if I was you, I'd bang him in the face. Yeah, so apparently, like, Charles did, like, he, like, he said, like, the relationship with his father, Prince Charles, is, like, 
nah, like they don't have a relationship. That's so bad. Like they speak here and there. Obviously, my thing is, yeah, I feel like mm. in the interview, they did so much to try to protect the queen's image. Yeah. Because every time Oprah was asking yeah, them. Yeah, Charles is a waste man, in my opinion, not gonna lie. Say again. Wait, why do you think Charles is a waste man? I should have I clarified it. Just well, for the audience. For the audience. <laughs> but I'm saying that like, he hung, he didn't pick up the calls. That's why I think he's a waste man. Mm. Madam Ashley, what, what gives you the opinion that Charles is a waste man? Oh, well, I mean, there's many reasons. But the <laughs> number one, <laughs> obviously how we treated Diana back in the day. Well, obviously I watched oh. The Crown and fam, Camilla never went anywhere. That's the maddest thing. Camilla has always been there and she has never left Job there best. during, before, after. Camilla has always been there. So that's number one why he's a weak man. Mm. Number two, I suspect personally, mm. I think he was the one that was talking about skin colour. Personally, Ooh. him and give me them vibes. Talk about. I think I think it was I think it was Charles. I don't think it was William because the, them two don't speak. I feel like Charles would have the balls to come and say something silly like that. Yeah. because the way Harry because react- because the way Harry reacted, yeah, because when Oprah asked him who said it, he yeah, even his name, even his name, like <laughs> that man. It's true. I do. I. One hundred percent. I think it was Charles. Charles and Camilla. They gave me the advice. They were probably having that conversation, saying, "Yeah, um, your son's having a child with a black woman," and then just getting onto each other, da da da. And then boom, how dark do you think it's gonna be? Do you think that's mad though? Like, you can. <laughs> you don't think? Okay. Wait, so wait, you don't think that Charles is actually having? Oh yeah, I saw it in the crown. Mm-hmm. Polo. Oh, Polo, yeah. 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 It made sense. It made. Do you know because what? That's not that, that's not out of the realm of possibility at all. Like, because um, even the day um Harry was born, I remember Prince Charles wasn't happy that like um he came out ginger. So that day he went to go. I think Swear. He, yeah, yeah. Um, he so that day after leaving the hospital with Diana, he went to go and play. I think golf with his friends straight away and left Diana to take care of a newborn by herself. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. And you leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what these men. That's what these men are on. Deep it like. Oh, it was definitely him then. It had to, it had to be Charles. That's like, what I'm saying. That's why this behavior doesn't shock me. Like when you say all the stuff about him, how yeah. bad he is, it doesn't shock me. You left your your just giving birth a wife mm-hmm. to go play game. You need help. And Golf of all things, yeah. and the thing is, what annoys me is that Diana didn't even want any of this. You were actually initially talking to her older sister, but then you saw a little girl at your grown age. You saw a little girl, and you was like, you I know, know what? Let me start chatting to yeah, you. The girl man. was wearing a costume. <laughs> She's a child, and you started pursuing a relationship with her. You yeah, were upset. And was chatting to her older sister. Exactly, uh-uh. and you were upset that she was getting so much attention because everybody likes her characteristics everybody likes her um what do you call it her energy the way she carries herself everything you are a grown man and you're jealous of your wife oh gosh you uh, he needs to be flogged in okay Road. i it's swear it's pathetic it's pathetic and again it's silly and again another an, another pettiness of the royal family institute mm. is that they didn't want to give archie and um any of megan's future children the titles of princes Why? and princesses they didn't want to give it apparently That's- and when Harry asked, when Harry asked, like, why is this happening? Um, they're just like, ah, oh, because, you know, you guys are part-timers, so you've kept it. But, but Harry said there are other people that are part-time members of the Royal Family Institute that still 
have the privileges mm. that I had. And plus, I am a prince. Like I am a dude, like, I am a prince. Like, exactly. why is this happening to me? And even Megan was pleading with the royal family and saying, like, listen, like, do what you want to be, but leave my husband alone. Like he's that like, he was born for this. Do you know what I mean? He was born, he was born for this birthright. But it's just again, I think it's very easy to assume yeah. why they're doing this. But I have to ask the question, why are they doing this? Like in terms of Megan and that, because like, is it like is like I know the royal family wants to keep the bloodline pure and all of that stuff, but re- like mm. to go to these lengths because for me, when it sounds like you you're removing security mm. from Harry, you're denying him the title of prince, mm. or no, so you're denying his children the title of prince. It sounds like you're setting them up for murder. And it's like people were saying how ah oh, it has nothing to do with race because when they first got together. The newspapers, they were all talking about, oh, Megan's the one for him. Oh, they're a beautiful couple. But this was when they were dating. As soon as they found out about their engagement, that's when everybody started switching on her because they realised, yeah, this is a real thing. Like, because this everyone knows... Serious, yeah. yeah. because everybody knows Harry has been in so many relationships and it never lasted. Mm-hmm. But this woman came into his life. They thought, oh, yeah, it's just going to be another one, so let's just gas her up, all that stuff. As soon as the engagement happens, that's when you start calling her blacker yeah. than this. What do you call it? Everything, Auntie. because she's a mixed-race person. She's a mixed-race person, not she's even fully black. black. And you guys are getting onto her like that. I'm just not gay. So, so imagine an uh-uh. actual black person in that role. You see, the damage, you see the damage control they're doing right now. Huh. They got that auntie wearing what you call is, it, that top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, what, what I was watching Chucky online yesterday. What's what's called? Called? I think it's called an Ankara. Yeah, Ankara. Yeah, she was wearing that. They got walking with um Prince. Yeah, Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. She was cold. Auntie was cold. But I know she, she killed the bag. Jacket, but yeah. they were like, no, no, no. Show me. You know what it is, though? How cold. can we not question that it's about race when I'm sure the royal, the royal family did not stem from British British blood in the first place? They're mm. Don't even get me started on this topic. So how can you not talk about it's because you guys are not British? No. Are you not British? Was you, your uh-uh. whole family in Prince Britain? Prince Philip, is he even British? It's That's not, why they come from like, someone from Germany in the first place. Please, it's not. It's clearly it's that not race. It's not about being yeah. British. It's about being white. That's so what so they're they keep talking. But they keep talking about how like is the royal family racist? Blah blah blah. But it's like their whole system, institution, whatever was built on colonial colonialism. It's mm. like that is the biggest form of racism you can get. So it's just like I don't understand. Why racism is such a shock when all the jewels in that palace is from back where we came from. <laughs> and they um, didn't take it lightly. They stopped. Like they're talking about Meghan Markle's earrings from this guy, blah, blah, blah. But the Queen's crown, where's that from? It's stolen anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's like, the how... The crown. Like, you guys can't be talking when you, everything in your palace is stolen. Everything the every exactly. museum that we go to is stolen. Literally. Fam, Barbados just cut you off right now. Thank you, hallelujah. We kept the queen away. When I tell you, I'm so proud of my country. When I heard that, I said, yes. Oh, God. So that was the interview. Now, the aftermath of the interview. Child. Let's start with the big bad man himself, Mr. Morgan, Mr. Pierce. Him can go. Say it. No, Say it. He's, he's not part of the rule. Yes, yeah. Dickhead. <laughs> how could you even say, I don't believe she's saying comes out of her mouth and she's chatting shit? Because he didn't say that chatting shit bit, but he's he said what he said. How yeah. can you say you don't believe her? You wanted Again, to say that. Victim blaming. <laughs> mm. 
like, but when you guys are friends, I'm sure you back to her. She's such a great girl for Harry. Da, 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 and now she's it's, up to you. But the thing that's jarring me is because a year ago when Caroline Flack took her life, everybody, even him, be kind. Be kind. Be oh be my. Kind. Everybody, we, we want you to speak kind. out. We, we want you guys to. Why is it now Meghan Markle has come and said she felt suicidal while she was pregnant? You're here saying, oh, I don't believe her. her. Because she no, ghosted you. While pregnant, you know. Do you know how mad that is? Very mad. My thing is about hmm. Piers Morgan. Yeah. It's like, how can you come on national TV and say, mm. I don't believe in mental issues? Exactly. What? What? Like, when you do, my thing is, you, every, this is why, yeah, the, the media is so fake because you'll say all of this about Meghan Markle and God forbid, let's say one day she does kill herself. Yeah. People are gonna start saying, "Oh my God, she was misunderstood. We should have cherished her." No, you, you lot have led her to this point. Exactly. You lot, what you're saying about a woman, right? During pregnancy, during the time where she, during because pregnancy is a very tough time for women. I can't even imagine what she's going through as a regular person. Forget like being married to Harry, just as a regular woman in society. Now you amplify that by being a woman of colour in a royal family and the media is talking all types of braziness to you and you know this and you know you're being treated differently because when your sister-in-law, um, Kate, Kate, was going through this, they weren't saying pimp. Okay. And then you, Piers Morgan, have the audacity, the vim, the goal to come on TV and slander this woman because what? She turfed you how many years ago? That's Ten whole... years ago, oh. you, you are married. And he's married. Mar- oh. I'll actually, let he's me say. He's married. He, and his wife. Do you think my husband could be oh. shouting about a woman on TV like this? Uh-uh. That's disgraceful. I'm so sorry. No, no matter what she has done to you, we don't care. You're married. And you're still talking about a woman that ghosted you ten years ago. Are you alright? No, he's not. Uh-uh. But 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 but, but he, he would say, but he would, he would justify it by saying, "I just think it's I just, I just think it's appalling what she's doing to the Queen. I mean, the Queen is out here. Let's not do that. Let's not do that because you that word. Prince Philip and um, what's his name? Einstein. What's Einstein? What's his name? Um, Jepsi, um, Jeffrey Epstein. Einstein. Epstein. Jeff Epstein. Yeah. Prince what? Andrew. The way, he, yeah, Prince Andrew. Look how you are backing him. You don't are not saying him about him. Mm. We are fast come castle. Uh, Megan. The first thing that. they said about um, Prince Andrew is that uh, because um, Prince Andrew was the Queen's favorite son. Um, what do you call it? They're saying how. Wh- what did they say? They said now um, she stripped away his allowance. Wow. Right, he's is a grown man. In jail. <laughs> yeah. So his title can still be there. It's pedophilia herself. Yeah, but Megan's being. And I love the way Megan brought that up as well. As she should, because mm. the, especially Piers Morgan, did you, his interview is actually mm, hurts my soul. It just doesn't make sense. At this point, he feels like he's mocking mental illness. How can you even say she's lying? Are you next to her? Do you know her? Exactly. How dare you comment about a woman's mental health or I- anyone's mental health in, for that? And the thing is, he's disregarded it and now said, "Oh, okay, but what about the Queen? Why do you keep bringing up the Queen? The Queen's Why is everything? What about the from, Queen? From all accounts, here, yeah, from all accounts, the Queen." The queen isn't the issue here, like so. Why are you bringing her up? Exactly. Like, the queen has nothing. Even even Meghan and Harry purposely purposely said they like her. So purposely said like the queen's not involved. This is about the institute. Yeah. So stop bringing up the queen. Yeah, it is the institute. Even and if, the if Harry is, said it, if like, he watched the crown, yeah, they're talking about yeah, it behind closed doors. Yeah, that the, um he feels like the queen's been badly advised, and you can't. I feel that as well because look how they had they meant to go for dinner. They arranged to go dinner. All of a sudden, they turn up and. 
it's no, never day. That's clearly she's been like poorly advised because they spoke to her, the queen head mm-hmm. on. They didn't, they didn't go around. Remember, that's his that's his grandma. Mm-hmm. How it doesn't make any sense? And it wasn't the queen that called up said I can't do it. It was an advisor that called up and said oh, we can't do it. Yeah. It was never the queen. And the thing is, it's wait, Ashley was going to say something about yeah. the ground. Go on, Ashley. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, like when I was watching the crowd, obviously it's, it's fictional, but it's based on semi-reality. Mm. But like even the queen, like sometimes she'll want to do things, mm. and then the people in charge are like, um, no, you can't. Even so I can understand where she's like, actually, when I wanted to do something, or like one time when she said I hadn't left the house in four months or mm-hmm. twice in four months. Yeah, I said, how? Huh? She was doing lockdown before we were doing before lockdown. Quarantine. Like, and and she, as in. And she was in the news every day, every day, but she hadn't even left the house yet. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's a joke. And yeah, as Ashley has brought up the crown, it's like, I've, I don't want to say this live on live. I don't feel sorry for the Queen, but sometimes, yeah, when watching the crowd, I do feel bad for her at times. Because you do feel legit, bad for her, innit? Yeah. She wanted to, like, I remember yeah. one thing she wanted to do, she just wanted to go and ride horses. But they were like just pestering yeah, her to do her. this to that. She said, and then I remember there was one scene that I felt so sorry for. Her. I think she was speaking to her daughter. She was speaking about how she never wanted this life. Everybody knows that Margaret wanted this life. Mm. Margaret would have been oh a my God, great yes. queen. Uh, she, been a great queen. she just, queen. she just would have been a queen in it. But yeah, yeah, the queen was talking about how she just wanted to like just own horses, just have a nice life, have a nice husband and family, and that's it. Mm. I felt bad for her because it's like now you really realize like even um the firm every time you've seen episodes like they'll just come tell her to do this or tell her to say this um you can't say this you can't have an opinion here like she can't be, yeah like she's she doesn't even write her speeches i'm a grown woman Every, people, other people write the speeches for her she doesn't mm. even like speak from her own opinion mm. like it's mad because harry said in the interview harry said in the interview like i didn't know i was trapped until i was out of it and yeah. g- going by what you lot said about the queen and the crown it's like yeah like these lot don't have a life to themselves. Like, they owe their lives to the public. And obviously, I'm not going to sit here and feel sorry for the monarchy. I know how you got into that position. It is what it is. But at the same time, it's like, right, <clears throat> you have to understand that these people, like, it's, from what it sounds like, it sounds like the firm are just the people that are really in control. They are. From what, from what it sounds like, it's like the the royal family, like, as the family, are, like, figureheads. Mm-hmm. And then behind them is the firm just puppeteering everything and making sure they do this they do that and it's like mad in order for people to understand it's like how when we was growing up everybody was talking about the illuminati how there'll be bigger people just like controlling all these little puppets Mm. and these artists like lady gaga rihanna all these people that were in the illuminati so it's literally just like that they're being controlled what do you feel about Piers Morgan being? How do you feel about Piers Morgan being quote unquote? Well, he res- quote unquote resigned. No, nah, I'm telling you right now, he didn't. He did not resign because one thing is, you've been speaking about this woman for years, for years, and as soon as Alex wants to start telling you how it is and how you're being mad and how you're a weirdo for what you're doing, that's when he wants no. to get up and leave. He did not resign because if he wanted to actually resign, he would have resigned a year ago. Mm. He got fired. I think mm. he did. He Do definitely you know, got fired, but they wanted to say, oh, he left the show. Was he silent or Where? was he silent? Big belly boy, go away, man. Johnny, <laughs> Oprah knew she did sound with that question. You see where she raised her eyebrows? Were you silent? Were you silent? She was like, yeah, that was good. But yeah, guys, I've got, I got to go now. Thank okay. you, madam. Thank you, Ashley. Take care of yourself, madam. Don't talk to me, but have a good rest of the show and see you guys soon. See you Bye soon. guys, yeah, everyone. Ashley. Bye, Ashley. Bye. Uh, but yeah, as I was saying, like as I was saying, when it came to like, um, as I was saying, Piers, Piers Morgan, right? My thing about him is that 
why did it take so much outrage for ITV to make a decision? Because for me, it seems not performative that ITV fired them, but it's like this guy's been saying this for a very, very long period of time. Yeah. And the problem is like is that you wait until your ratings are at your highest because I'm sure after the interview, Good Morning Britain must have done mad numbers. Yeah, he said it himself. Must have done mad numbers. And it's like, is it you profiting like I forgot what the term was called, but it's basically like somebody said it on Twitter where it's basically like you're profiting off black pain. Mm. Where like you'll get black you're profiting off black outrage because you know Piers Morgan's gonna say a madness. You know you're you know it's gonna galvanize um certain members of the community, specifically black people in the community. You know black people are gonna tune into the show to be like, rah, like what you're saying is bad, and then you're boosting your ratings, and then when you're done with him, you fire him. Mm-hmm. And it's like and and the thing is, Susanna as well, you're not innocent mm. because you were there on the show, staying pim, hush. Quiet, and she could say, but my role is a moderator. But on other topics, she'd be talking. But it's jarring because she keeps saying the thing like, "Oh, you all know that I'm on on Megan's side. You all know speak that up. I spoke to on um, Piers Morgan. You, you didn't see you speaking. <laughs> like you didn't say anything. Maybe behind closed door, but on set, you did not say anything. The thing about her, she's a side man. All she does is laughs, laughs, giggles, giggles every time Piers Morgan has something to say, which is bad. Like you're a big woman. Like I don't care if he's your co-host or anything. He's your co-host. Not to your boss. Mm. Say but, what you got to say. But this is why we always go back to the, the topic of representation. Yeah. Because I'm tired, yeah. I'm big up Dr. Shola. Big up everyone that's gone on these um Sky News platforms and, you know. And read them for filth. And, 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 and trust me. But at the same time, it's like, it's not every day we must hire a, a external guest. Why don't we have somebody in that studio yeah. at that point in time to represent us? And big up Alex, because he did his thing. But isn't Alex a weatherman? I think so. He's a weatherman, so that's not necessarily his job. He, so he he went above and beyond to to do he to, to do his thing, and I appreciate that. But yeah. this is why representation matters because fair enough, I don't want Piers Morgan on TV, right? but I understand from a network perspective, he's he's the guy you want. He provides ratings, but at least have a check and balance within the studio to be like, listen, he can't he can't say the things that he's going to say without yeah. being checked and balanced immediately. Mm-hmm. You know, it's as well as that Pierce can give it, but he can't never take it. Never. Mm. Have you seen a clip where Alex must have been waiting to like do the weather report? Mm-hmm. And Pierce just shot him up and was like, okay, guys, you know what? It's going to be hot today anyway. Mm-hmm. That's it. And then Susanna was there saying, is it? Is it really? Yeah, I was like, shut up. It's dumb. Oh, but gosh. yeah, and Alex walked out because like, rightfully so, like, you've done my job for me. What the hell am I going to do? And then he's like, oh, you've been childish. But then you done Hypocris. the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. This double standards, let's not do that. It's silly. You know, one thing. Um, now that um, what do you call it after the interview and everything? One thing I really disliked the most was uh, what's his name, Lord Sugar? Yes, that Alan man. Alan Sugar. That man. Oh, I'm so sorry. You're so moist. You're actually. Wait, wet. what did he do? Because how is it? A week ago, before the interview, he was siding with Pierce, saying that yeah, I think um, Megan is disgusting for doing this interview. Um, Prince Philip is going into hospital. Blah blah blah. All this stuff. He was siding with Pierce. After the interview, and I think after what Pierce said, that's when Lord Sugar was out here saying, I don't know people can change their mind and stuff, but it just seems forced. Now Alan Sugar is saying, oh, um, he was started cussing. It's just saying silly stuff about Lord, um, Pierce Morgan saying that you're obsessed with her, this and that. Now you're just jumping on the bandwagon of everybody just getting at on Pierce Morgan. Rightfully, you should do that. But at the same time, a week ago, we did not forget. You was literally siding this man. You was literally saying everything that he was saying about Meghan Markle 
But then now you see everybody's getting onto him. Now you want to be jumping and saying, yeah, yeah, Piers Morgan is this, he's that. Oh, he should quit, da-da-da. Gary Lineker swore himself. I do not care if it's his job. If you say stuff, if you say stuff that's bad. Yeah. You get you, you have to yeah, leave. Nah, like I, Gary, Gary Lineker saying, oh, yeah, but the thing is, it's a sad time because anybody who has a job and they have to leave, it's really something. I don't care. Gary, I rate you. Big up to you for Walkers. Big up to you for Match of the Day. But this one, just mind your business. Oh, that's all I hope know him for, Walkers. <laughs> and Chris. Match and of the Day. Ears. Match of the Day. That's my guy. Gary Lineker, you do a great job when it comes to football punditry. But please, when it comes to issues of... Ra- my problem is, my problem with, with a certain section of white people is that you cannot police me on what is and what is and what is not racist. Sharon you Osborne. cannot tell me. Word, word, word. As Osborne. you are not black, I'm so sorry. You have not had the lived experience of uh, um, receiving systematic racism and prejudice on a regular basis. Exactly. You, you can read it in a book. You can do all the research and due diligence you want. You don't live the life. So close your mouths and listen. I face your front. That's it. Because uh, I'm sorry, that's not racist. Who are you? And that brings me on to another one who's on the hit list. Madam Sharon Osborne. Oh come gosh. to the stand. You are charged with... But listen, Sharon Osborne, yeah. Why are you shouting at a black woman to educate you on racism? And then when the black woman starts crying, you're like, oh, you shouldn't be crying. I should I be, the should one be crying. crying. You're crying because someone called you racist and your friend racist. That's why you're crying. It makes sense. It shows that you're racist then. Like, if if you're not racist, these things should not offend you. Mm. Like, if you are actually not racist, then you should sit there and listen to what the woman had to say instead of coming defense. And the thing is, I knew your family was racist from from the time when your Kelly, daughter was out here saying, Donald, oh, Trump. Donald Trump, who's going to clean your toilet if all the Latinos leave? It was her face. Sorry, Look. did you think you did something there? <laughs> that she, was embarrassing. She thought she made a profound statement. And then you see Raven say, oh, Yes. Oh. Girl, that wasn't a rap thing to <laughs> Shut up. Shut, no, but you know what I mean? No, but I meant... Shut up, man. As if that's man. all... Um, Mexican shit. Mexican yeah. I think it was Mexicans, yeah. That's all Mexicans do. They do other things, you know. Man said... Man said clean toilet. Who's going to clean so your toilet? So that's what's going on in your house? Okay, we understand. Yeah, we see, we understand. We, we understand that's what's going on in your house. Thank you. Reveal the true colours. Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But my, my thing is... is My thing is that you have... White pundits. And the thing is, what I hate as well about these platforms, right? They'll have somebody like Dr. Shola on, right? She'll say a piece, but then they'll have at least four different white people um, attacking her, put, attacking her from different angles. It's like, fam, like, I, I'm tired here yeah, of like black people having to come on these platforms and defend our humanity, fam. Like, I'm tired of black people have, having to justify themselves to the white masses mm. and say, we're human too. Like, have you not learned? The thing is, like, you bring these people on stage, you ask them to educate you, they educate you, and then you find a problem because you literally now are seeing that your what you do, your characteristics, is aligning with what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Like, when you say, when, some, when someone like Shola comes on stage and then she's speaking about racist people and how they act and everything, right. then you're saying, oh, but no, but no, but no. You know you're justifying is? yourself, meaning that you are racist. Thank you. That's exactly what I was going to say because at the end of the day, you're just showing your true colours because exactly. clearly you got triggered. Exactly. Because yes. why would you react, that, react like that if you weren't exactly. triggered? Because clearly you're portraying some of those behaviours that she's saying. Mm. So sometimes you've got to think about what you, what comes out of your mouth and just sit back and be like, all right, mm. maybe I need to change how I'm approaching people and do better Yeah. and stop criticising people. Exactly. Yeah. And another person, well, another, not even person, people. See all you black people that oh. come up on these white, on these 
white platform. So you come from... Oh, wait. Oh, I thought you were going to come from black people. <laughs> no, 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 what did no, no, I do? No. You see all these black people that come on these white platforms and yeah. start defending the white man like your Uncle Ruckus. You see Please. all you lot. I'm never going to use the C word. Mm-mm. But it rhymes with moon. No, nah, but sorry. You don't need to ride that hard for a passport. I'm so sorry. Relax. It's actually not that deep. Like... I don't know. I don't know what auntie that was on 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 Good Morning Britain, <laughs> but where the wig was doing, the wig was doing the cha cha slide. Like the wig was not secured. Why is it always the white defenders yeah, that have the bad wigs? It's always because they like the thing is they've grown up in that neighborhood. I don't even want to say they've grown up anyway. It's just they're silly. And somebody said on Twitter is that um, what do you call it? I could tell that you was gonna chat shit from your hair. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your mouth is just like that, and you're here defending white people. The what? Like what? Like no? Like there's. Oh my God. Now what's defending them gonna do for you though? Exactly. Are you gonna get money from this? Is it gonna help your career? Exactly. No, you're gonna be labeled as a bum lick. Exactly. Because they no, the problem is yeah, is that the reason why I don't I dislike these black people the most is because now, yeah, when these white people are gonna be like, I'm not racist, you see my f- you see my black friend over there, he agrees with me. My black friend over there. <laughs> Remember Donald Trump, what do you call it? Oh, what do you call it? Oh, my oh. African American That's my fellow <laughs> African American. That's what you are. That's what you are, you're tap dancing. Basically. That's what you're shucking and jiving. Uh, and my thing is, yeah, it's cool. If you, I'm not saying we all have to agree on the same things, right? Yeah. If you necessarily have an alternate opinion to Megan about the whole Megan Markle situation, and you want to discuss it amongst, you know, your own peers or members of the black community, that's fine. Do not come and disgrace the entire community yeah. on TV. Mm. Like, like what? My thing is, what does that do for you in the long term? Exactly. Do you know it, it damages the black community because all you're doing is discrediting us and making us feel like, making us feel less than we are. Because once you say, "Oh no, I don't experience racism here," like you guys are just ugh, exaggerating. Okay, then whenever we're gonna argue with a white person about what we experience, they're gonna be like, "Well, this black person didn't say that, so clearly you are trying rubbish." Do you not? Do these people? These people don't understand how much this can affect other people. Stop just thinking about yourself because there's, there's a domino effect in life in general. So watch what you say because it can affect other people in a bigger way than you expect. Especially in a workplace, stuff like that. Because white people, they see the majority people are saying, yes, this is racist. Then when they see the minority that's of black people that are saying, no, it's not racist, they'll go in the minority because it helps them. Um, like They just don't want to be called a racist, even mm. though they are. It's like... You Remember see? the Donald Trump protest? Oh that God. one black guy. <laughs> what, was it? what was he trying again? Wasn't he shouting the N word or something? I feel like I sound like you see his haircut, just shouting there, just say all that. Not I'm just like niggas. Oh gosh, oh black people, some black people. I hate these people because I hate like 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 because it's like why? Like I really want to know, yeah, why? Like they love like. Have you seen Django Unchained? Yeah. Remember, remember that slave Stephen, mm-hmm. the one that was like worshiped, like you're, you're Stephen, you're one, like why, yeah, is it now? It's embarrassing. You are heralding the powers that be, the white man, so high. Like, what is it doing for you? I'm not saying, yeah, we have to agree on everything. Of course, I know there are black people that are more on the conservative side of things. They're more liberal. That's fine, but please, when it, at least when it comes to the issue of race. We are all black. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we've at least in one in one facet of our life experienced a micro or even macro aggression when it comes to racism. Please, why are you going on these big, 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 big platforms and discrediting yourself? Because it's not just you who will suffer. If you choose to, if you choose to have children. 
they will suffer too. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But it's it, it's it's just so disappointing when it comes to when it comes to this type of stuff. But do you do you think things will change though when it comes to at least the way we're represented in media? I doubt it. I'm so sorry. I doubt it. Maybe the new um the generation that's coming up, our generation, things will change. But right now, I don't think so. What about you, Shona? Do you think nah. things will change? Do you know what? It's gonna take a while, mm-hmm. but change is coming. I don't know how soon it's coming. But it's gradually getting better. Um, do you fucking f- say that? Mm. Do you feel like? Do you feel like we should not boycott like platforms like ITV because they'll keep going on? But do you feel like we should stop? Because I think I can't remember who said it on Twitter, right? But somebody said one. Um, somebody said it on Twitter. I'm tired of going on. I'm tired of these platforms hiring me when asking me to speak when there's times of trauma. Mm. I'm, I'm just gonna stop going on these platforms. Do you feel like? Maybe like Dr. Shola or somebody of that stature should maybe be like, you know what, ban ITV. I'm just going to do my own I thing. I think after now, yeah, she should stop. But I'm happy that she was on mm. these um, interviews because she, big really, her every time. she really um, articulated herself so well Facts. to a point where we, everybody who's watching yeah. and maybe a few of the people on set, they understood, okay, cool. She's in, um, what she's saying is right. But then yeah. some people, yeah, they didn't, they like, didn't want to believe it. They didn't want to like take it in. But I feel like after now, she probably should just stop. Because these people, like people like Pierce Morgan, well, we got what we wanted. He's not on the show anymore. Yep. So it's like, I don't feel like these conversations are going to ha- be had that much anymore unless um, something um, like uh, something racist happens. Firing Piers like Mo- Fire Morgan is a step in the right direction, but it's not yeah. enough. We need, I can't lie, I'm, we, we need black, black faces. Platforms. We need black faces on these, at least either, you need, there's two options. Either uplift the black platforms that we already have yeah. on social media and two, get my, get black faces not only in front of the camera but behind the scenes mm. so as producers because a lot of the stuff that's happening on tv can't run anymore it's mm. tiring it mm. can't run anymore this comes to representation as well about black people um i was reading today or yesterday marseille martins from blackish she's Shout producing out. a new british um a new black show on disney channel with yeah. dark skinned girls uh-huh. about roller skating and just like that's representation that we like to see this is a 16 year old girl who has seen like okay cool i don't see representation because be like let's be realistic every time we look at a tv show where it has um teenagers or kids it's always mixed race girls um a black dad a white mom every single time I'm not trying to say that I'm not trying to see you people, but right now I'm really not trying to see you people because it's like you're erasing black women from everything. Every time I come into Netflix, it's a mixed race girl talking about black struggle, talking about her hair. Please get off my screen. I'm tired of that. And it's like, I watched Genie and Georgia. Even though I say I did like that show, I'm still like, why does it always have to be an interracial family? I'm not trying to say that there's not interracial families out there, but it's like, we do not always need to see that. Cheaper by the dozen that's um, being made, rebooted. Kenny, um, what's his name? Kenny, the guy who does Blackfish, his name is Kenny something. Mm-hmm. He is a mixed race person and he loves making interracial shows. That's all he ever knows. Wait, he's not seen Cheaper by a dozen? No, so he's the one that's rebooting it. So he's writing it and then it's going to be Gabrielle Union as a white man. Wait, what? Yeah. So I'm thinking, why does it always have to be? I'm not like I'm not saying interracial is like bad, but I'm just saying they're like, overrepresented. Yeah, it's literally overrepresented. And when you want to represent a black family, it always has to do something with drugs, slavery, something bad happening in their hood, or somebody Someone dying, died. or a dad being deadbeat. It's like, why do we always have to see that? Because Sometimes it's because they profit off black trauma. Yeah, that's yeah. the reality of the situation. When you see a lot of the times black entertainment on 
television. Yeah. It's profiting of black trauma. Like you, like even. Oh damn! I forgot the show. What was the show? What was the show? Go on. Oh no! I was going to interrupt you. I was going to say, speaking on black tra- trauma, it's just let me just start. Is everything we do it must be black trauma? Mm. So our movies, our shows, even our art. Because I've seen so many yeah. times on Twitter people saying, "Oh, maybe if you paint like black people locked in cuffs, showing us freedom." I'm like, for why? Yeah, like for us more. why? You see, because I even wrote about that at uni. I wrote about how um, we need to st- Hollywood needs to stop with their slavery movies and making every black movie has to be political. Because at the end of the day, it's like black people just want to be creatives like everybody else. They want to make movies like everybody else. It's like, because when you make a film, when you write a book, whatever you do, it's like you're creating a whole new world and you want people to escape that world. So literally like Jordan Peele, he made Get Out. He made um, Us. The way people were dissecting us, saying, oh, it's about black people trying to do this, that, that. He was like, it's just a horror movie. Like, you guys, you do too much. Not everything has to be political. Like, when I say I want to make movies, I don't want anyone to be dissecting it, saying, oh, it's because black men suffer from this. It's that um, black women had to go through this. It's that um, we're trying to get police brutality. I'm like, remember, Remember that. Malcolm and Marie when uh, Malcolm was going on that rant about... <laughs> he was right, though, when Malcolm was going on the that f- rant about um I understood movies. the rant, but the only thing is, I could tell it was a white man that wrote that movie. Yeah. That's the only thing. It's like, yeah. it was about monologues. That's it. Yeah. But... Even even another show that came into mind, Dear White People. The reason why that show annoyed me, yeah. the whole concept about the show, right, is about basically black teens in a white college explaining their struggles. Yeah. I'm sorry. And this goes to your point. I have no problem with mixed race people being represented. Why is the main character, a mi- when the show's called Dear White People about black struggle, why is the main character a mixed race woman who's in love with a white man? When there were dark skinned women, no, when the, when there were dark skinned women on the show, I get no, I get she was supposed to be the bridge between both worlds. Uh, I get yeah, narratively, she left, she but that's the, the ending of it. Like, there was a problem. Do you not see like when we found out she was dating a white person, it was all like a big color belief. Are you talking about point. the movie or the show? Yeah, there's, there's two I've, really, I've only watched one season. I watched the both show. of them. I haven't. Was it a series or the? See, I know I'm mixed up because the series, the I didn't Netflix watch the I, I didn't watch the movie. I watched the show with it. I watched the first two seasons. I, think the the, I like the movie. Yeah. More, but in the show, like you see that it blew up in her face that she was dating a white person as well. Because then people like then you're not black enough. But then do you know what though? Maybe you shouldn't be called their white people because she was mixed. And this it's, is what it, it's, it's a bit too much like that. This is but the issue. I get the whole storyline towards it, but I just feel like maybe the naming was a bit inappropriate because you're white yourself or you're doing yourself. Do you know what? I don't think people will have that much of a problem about um like mixed race people always being in these type of shows or just mixed race people being in bare shows if black women and other black people were mainly black women I'll say because I don't really see a lot of black women being main cast of stuff. No. If they were represented more, especially Netflix, if there was a lot of shows, let's say like um um, let's just say any teen show that comes out, if a black person was a black woman was in it and she was the main character instead of a mixed race person, people would actually watch it because a lot of these shows will come up and then there will be debates after debates after debates about how we're represented and how everything goes. And it's just like it's getting tiring because Netflix sees it and then they just ignore it. They'll keep on making these shows with interracial couples, they'll keep on making these shows with mixed race children, they'll keep on making these shows erasing black women mm-hmm. or making them the sassy best friend. Mm-hmm. And I want to clarify we are not saying we do not want mixed race people no. on screen. What we're saying is that, for example, there's, like Jason said, there's an erasure of black women when it comes to screen. Mm. For example, like there'll be a role, right, tailored for a dark skinned woman or a black woman, and they'll use just a mixed race woman as. 
the substitute for black. And that mm. happens on a consistent basis. And it's mm. like, raw. It's like, where, like, even, for example, I remember um, Gabriel Union, um, I think it was Gabriel Union, she said she used to have beef with, I think it was either Taraji P or Nia Long, because the industry, um, because there was such a small select of it roles for black Long. women, it was ne- because it was such a small select of roles for black women that the black actresses had to beef each other to get these roles. Like, what kind of society are we creating? Do you know what I mean? Like, we need to, like, the industry... They're creating a society they want. They want black people to not like each other. They don't want black people to succeed in life. Mm. That's why they continue to put us against each other. It stems from, like, so far down the line that in every way, form, and shape, from our neighbourhoods, from Mm. our job offices and schools, they don't want black people to be working together to build. Because mm. imagine now, if black people actually work together and build something together, do you know how powerful we would be? Mm. But some odd reason why, we continue seeing arguments with each other, we continue beefing with each other. For what reason? What do we gain from it? Nothing. We end up being the idiots and losers. Mm. White people are there laughing at us. Mm. And that's the thing. We need to... Um, There's one thing that I have always thought, is that we need to do better with all these stuff. And it comes to... We have to make a space for ourselves. Yeah. So it's like promoting black brands promoting um spaces where black people are trying to uplift black creators on um, black voices that's what we need to start doing we need to start be unapologetic it. about it yeah because a lot of the time people be saying oh you're promoting too much i'll oh, stop sending me this oh, i don't want to do that but then you're the same people talking about oh like why is there not a lot of black things going on here why is there oh. not a lot you can't keep complaining about something but when somebody wants to actually push their work out you're just like mm, okay it just doesn't make sense Boy, but well, that goes, uh, boy, we can touch on this on another day, but that just goes to the whole thing of like, a lot of people will say, yeah, we want black this, we want black that, we want black this, but the same people be distrusting of black brands because, oh, it's not proven. Oh, it's not something I know. And I understand, skept- I'm not saying every every black business is, you know, of a high quality, but what I'm saying is that, try something out. Mm. Do your research, do your like, do you know what I mean? And if the brand is good, so what if it's not Gucci? And it's like, what do you call it? Just because you had one issue with one brand, it doesn't mean that every other black brand is going to be like that. Exactly. Like, it's just silly. Exactly. But that's definitely a topic we are going to touch upon. But we're going to wrap this up. It's been a great episode of the Rare Podcast. Make sure to follow us on social media. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram. You can listen to the audio of this on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Yeah. Shout out to the YouTube family. Keep subscribing, keep subscribing. We're very close to 400 subscribers. So keep subscribing. We love you and appreciate you. It's been a rare podcast. We are signing out. Deuces. Deuces. Y'all niggas got me hot.